For the MacSouth Broadband News and Weather Center, I'm Breck Riley. Here's what you need to know for Tuesday. Today is the anniversary of a major event that happened in Kosciuszko during World War II. Randy Bell has the story. Oh, what a beautiful It was early on a late fall day oh, in Kosciuszko. Bing Crosby may have been playing on the radio. December 6, 1943, exactly 79 years ago today. Everything's going my way. Ellis Boswell was 10 years old, asleep in his bed, unaware of what was about to happen. What woke me up was my mother's chickens in the backyard. They were cutting up. We didn't know what in the world had happened unless it was a hawk out there or something. But what was flying low over his house was no bird. It was a 250-foot blimp, the kind the Navy used at the height of World War II. Designed for offshore patrol duty, these non-rigid ships can cruise at great heights over coastal areas, maintaining constant watch for hostile vessels above or below the surface. And that's what Lieutenant Commander Clayton Janicki and his 10-member crew had been doing. We uh, were flying uh, anti-submarine patrol in the Gulf. But they were blown way off course in a storm and were running low on fuel. The engineer said that, uh, he, he says, it's unempty. You, you're just flying on, on the fumes in the tank. We knew we had to do something really fast. By stroke of luck, the blimp wound up over a small town. And not just any small town. We happen to be just fairly close to Kosciuszko. Janicki flew low enough for one of the sailors to jump to the ground and start rounding up people to help bring the blimp in for a safe landing. We roused the townspeople and the town responded. Ellis Boswell, who's now 89, says it's something he'll never forget. Everybody just ran from the schoolroom, started running out there. The whole school emptied out. Boswell rode his bike toward the cow pasture known as Strayhorn Field, where a crowd of men had already gathered to grab hold of the heavy ropes that were dropped to the ground. And even though he was only a fifth grader, Boswell was allowed to join in. It was right over there, between here and that tree. And now, almost eight decades later, he returned to the spot where the blimp landed. Most all the people that were there were holding down the, the blimp. I know there about 300 there holding down the blimp. There's a lot of other people walking around there, too. I guess it's a total of 500 people out there. Oh, it's been a good day to pull a bank robbery in Kosciuszko. Call the cops right here, too, I think. Once the blimp was safely secured and more fuel was on the way, Boswell said a trailer was brought in as a makeshift stage, complete with a PA system. And we got all the uh, pilots and the crew members of that ship. I think there's four or five of them. They thanked everybody for everything. They told the crowd they couldn't have stayed in the air much longer, maybe five minutes. The blimp was in Kosciuszko for about two hours. And then the crew gave instructions on when to let go of the ropes, and the engines were started. The blimp lifting off, heading back to its base in Houma, Louisiana. This special chapter in Kosciuszko's history is largely forgotten, except for those who lived it, like Ellis Boswell. That was an exciting day. And a group of men and schoolboys literally pulled together to save a dozen sailors in desperate need of some helping hands. I'm Randy Bell.